0: Hi, this is Bob Williamson, perhaps the best and worst post I've ever written. (laughs) Lately, I have received a rash of unsubscribes. It reminds me of a post I sent out years ago that stimulated a tremendous amount of interest, both pro and con. When I originally published it, some who could relate wrote, Right on, bro, tell it like it is. But make no mistake, this word for the day also stimulated some hate mail and in fact holds the record for the most canceled subscriptions and nasty letters of all time. One man wrote and asked me to remove all Christian-related stickers from my car so as not to demean the good Christians in the world. I wrote him back and told him that he was safe and didn't have anything to worry about because I didn't have any Christian slogans on my car to remove. Hopefully, everyone would think I was a mean old atheist. I thought this, words for the day... (laughs) was rather humorous at the time and really haven't changed my opinion since. i like to republish it from time to time, and very long-term readers will surely remember him. When I was a very young boy, my mother used to tell me that I had an angel that always sits on my left shoulder and a devil on my right. And they both were constantly trying to get me to do things their way. It seems that as I grew older, the devil had his way with me and pretty much all the time. I became a Christian at age 24 and things dramatically improved. But the devil still has his way with me right up until today. He does not have it as much as he did these days. And when he does, I regret it, at least most of the time. Every day we are faced with decisions and we should try our best as Christians to model our lives after our role model, Jesus Christ. I often ask myself the question, what would Jesus do in this situation? That is a good way to approach these tough decisions. Sometimes I don't ask the question, just follow my natural desires and the following example of not asking the question and just giving in to the devil. I must admit that even to this day, I do not regret this incident. And some of you will probably unsubscribe when you read it and understand just how much of a cad I still am. I've always disliked having cyclists riding their bicycles in traffic. I realize we should not throw all cyclists in the same bucket, but in general, they all seem to be discourteous, aggressive, and don't seem to mind if they hold others up behind them. I've inched along behind them in heavy traffic trying to pass on more than one occasion. They seem oblivious to those around them and always seem to ride right down the middle of the jam-packed streets in heavy traffic, making it impossible to pass. I find this to be very frustrating. It was especially bad where I lived in downtown Atlanta. They dressed up in their cyclist suits consisting of bright jersey, black stretch pants, and half helmets. Hit the crowded streets with head down pumping their way through the packed streets of downtown Atlanta, completely oblivious to us poor working slobs who were just trying to get home after a hard day's work. One day I was driving home and after a 14-hour day was exhausted. I'd been driving through a torrential downpour or barely barely inching forward as the heavy bumper-to-bumper congested traffic was snarled to a stall. The heavy rainfall abated some, but it had caused water to flood the saturated streets, and traffic was a mess. We were fighting our way forward literally a foot at a time for an interminable amount of time. When finally it began to pick up, and the stalled traffic started to actually start moving a little. As I rounded the corner, I saw the problem. A cyclist had been riding right down the middle of the busy street and holding up a line of cars two miles long. He finally had moved over slightly and allowed some of the cars to pass. As I was riding along, I was giving him a baleful, malevolent glare and angrily thinking that he didn't do this as a courtesy as this would not be consistent with his cyclist creed no he did so because water was flooding the street and he did not want to ride through it as i approached him he moved to the sidewalk to avoid a huge puddle of water in the street i saw my opening and without undue reflection I inexplicably <laughs> veered my car over, whereby it would go through the huge puddle of water. It threw a very heavy wall of water that was probably 20 feet high and one foot thick directly on him. I looked in the rearview mirror, and it was a direct hit. And I saw him veer, then wobble erratically as it knocked him off his bicycle. He was soaked from head to toe. His glasses were askew on his drenched face, and he had to stop pedaling to recover and clear the water from his face. He was sputtering and spitting water and looked mad as a wet end. When I saw this scene, I started demonically and uncontrollably laughing at the top of my lungs. and it continued for nearly a block. Revenge on the nerd, I derisively thought. As I drove on, I thought about this in relation to my spiritual walk and concluded that this behavior is definitely not the Christian attitude that Jesus desires for his children. I know this in my heart of hearts, but somehow I'm having a very difficult time being remorseful about this incident. My spirit tells me I should not have done this deed. And further, I should not have enjoyed it either. But I actually am not remorseful in the least and feel that not only did the cyclist get what he deserved, for displaying typical cyclist inconsideration for other commuters, but that it was really excellent timing and steering on my part to achieve such a direct hit with a perfectly formed wall of water. Kind of reminded me of my water skiing days when I deftly formed such a spray with my slalom ski. It just goes to show I have a very long way to go to achieve some semblance of kindness and Christian concern for my fellow man, to include cyclists. I could have easily avoided even spraying this guy, but instead deliberately moved over and even sped up a little to cover him completely. What kind of a brave mind does that? Bible teaches that we've all sinned and are unworthy to gain access to our holy God. If it were not for his love for us and grace, we would die and rot away in our sins and hell. Jesus was completely devoid of sin, and even though he was tempted in every way, He resisted and lived the perfect life without even one negative thought. He's the only one who ever accomplished this. All the righteous men and women throughout the Bible, many of whom who walked and talked directly with God, fell short at one time or other in sin. I hate that Jesus had to go through it, but I'm... Exceedingly glad that he did what he did on the cross. I'm also glad he's pure love and completely devoid of what makes this world mean and cold. Without his sacrifice, access to a holy, perfect, loving God, all the good that goes with it would be denied. <sighs> Something tells me I have a long way to go in my Christian life unless you are smugly thinking poorly of me for having faults right now and getting all set to send me those nasty emails. You are not without sin yourself. Read the verse for the day below before hitting sin. Have a great day. Romans 3.11, there is no one righteous, not even one. This is Bob Williamson. Have a great day.